It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right, well, what I've got is tonight, the Lakers are hosting their fourth annual Pride Night over at Crypto.com Arena in their preseason game against the Timberwolves. Members and supporters from multiple LGBTQ plus organizations will also be recognized, including Rainbow Labs and the Sports Equity Foundation. The annual Laces of Unity Award will be presented to Gus Kenworthy. He is a two-time Olympian, Olympic medalist, actor, and LGBTQ plus advocate. And every fan in attendance for Lakers Pride Night will receive a commemorative first ever Lakers Pride jersey, which is really cool looking. So fans are being encouraged to show support on social media throughout the night by using the hashtag Lakers Pride Night. And that's what you need to know. That's awesome. Um, the Lakers have always done a, a question, great though? job can, with that. Go ahead. Sure. Can I ask a question? Welcome mm-hmm. back from your rat infested uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Situation. Yes, I decided to take a little break, a little time off. I don't. I, I wasn't sure if Slee and I were going to be able to get along, so I just decided to bail out on that. Mm-hmm. Probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. You think? Uh, you think anybody over at the Lakers was like, "Hey, when we schedule these games, these preseason games, I don't know whose job it is to schedule all this." So I was like, "Hey, we might want to be thinking about like the Dodgers could be playing a playoff game. Is that even in consideration no. at all?" I no? don't think so. Because I don't no. think that they like you have no idea if the if like the Dodgers are going to make the playoffs and like who they're going to play where they're going to be. I, like, I don't understand can't. what you're referring to. Though. What I'm getting at is is like tonight, like they've got this nice event going on, right? Yeah. I have no idea. You guys tell me. You guys think there'll be a big crowd tonight? I don't know because most yeah. people I would think would be watching the Dodger game. Uh, yeah, but no, there's they a lot always of have people. a big crowd. Yeah. Do you think there's you think a lot get of people a sellout too. on a playoff on a uh, preseason game? Yeah, they've done that. Uh, yeah, of course. They're I mean, they have a waiting list, so there's always people are going to be Gosh, at the game. preseason. You have basketball. to remember, Cappy, that like Lakers tickets are really expensive and like some people mm-hmm, can like mm-hmm. only afford to go to preseason games because the regular season games are like crazy expensive. Yep. Right. Especially yeah. in the secondary market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. but I'm not I wasn't thinking about the expense. I was just thinking about the attention span. You know what I'm saying? Like tonight as, as Sliwa was just talking about, because I was able to catch up on my phone on the app while I was panicking about my internet going down, I was like, okay, I understand what Slee was saying. Like, one eye's on the game in front of me, and one game's on the TV with the Dodger game on tonight. So, let me, let me give you an idea, because I've been at Laker games when um, the Dodgers have been playing in the postseason, and they do a really good job of just keeping everybody updated throughout the Yes. Year. They yeah. keep it like I remember. I think Laura and I went to one last season, yep. and it was an early, earlier in early round playoff game, and they had it like almost in a box. I'm pretty sure they had it in a box up on the scoreboard in the corner. And every mm-hmm. time they'd score, mm-hmm. they'd flash it up on the scoreboard and yeah. stuff. So it's mm-hmm. something where like they definitely know people want to know that. Yeah. Stuff. They, yesterday yeah. I went to the Kings game. Sorry, Lindsay, to interrupt. Um, last minute, and they were updating the Dodger score. Yeah, and remember, Magic is a big part of both teams so um there have been i remember there were uh there have been games where magic has been um i i want to say at both places like he's gone to one first and then switched over to the other so it, it's yeah i mean they they definitely are really good about keeping you updated when the dodgers are in the postseason was sure. last night the uh, opener for the kings it yes, was the it opener was. yeah season opener in the nhl yes, yeah. it was. gosh i haven't been to a hockey game in a while oh my god it was so much fun yeah. i would love to go to be honest Who'd they play? Did you go yesterday laura i did las oh, vegas wow. Las Vegas yeah. Knights. They were playing. Oh, really? Who won? <laughs> Not us. 
Yeah, the Vegas Knights one. God, we, were so out on we, were, we were up. We were up. And then I left early to catch the end of the Dodger game. And I told my friend, because we left, we lost. Well, I, got I, got a, I, got a, I got a Hey King in Vegas who, uh, that if we want to go to one of their games, like the, if the Kings play in Vegas uh, or when they play in Vegas, I got a Hey King situation there. Do you have yes. a Hey King yes. in Vegas or, or is it a Hey Kings? No, Hey King in for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like got literally it. the guy who is like one of their like VPs of like sales and marketing and all that stuff is like a guy I've known for 20-something years. Hear that, Lindsay? George isn't afraid to tell you who his kings are. I ain't afraid to tell you where his kings are. Listen, Cappy, I wasn't saying it was problematic. I was just pointing out that you we know that you tell us who they are. Some people like to, you know, keep that stuff under... Under, under wraps. I yeah. don't know. Sometimes when you have a good hey king, you tell people, I got a good hey right, king in but Vegas. But it's not... I mean, I, I didn't tell you who he was. I just told you what he does. You know what VP. I mean? Big VP. Yeah. Cappy, don't be so defensive. I didn't. I'm not being defensive. I'm not being defensive in the slightest bit. I'm just okay. saying that I, I got a lot of kings. Cappy, I love you. Which you know, it's funny. I love you. You love me. The whole Barney song. You know, there's a Barney documentary that came out today. Oh my God, is it good? I want to see. Is it, it. Really I haven't watched the it Barney yet. Documentary? Yeah, yeah it's I heard about, it's like, crazy. It's like, oh, it's all this scandal and stuff yes. going on behind the scenes when Barney was filming. I don't know. I'm about to find out. Oh, I'm gonna find out tonight. Yeah. You're watching the Barney. You're watching the Barney scandal doc tonight. Yes, the Dodgers game. Yes. Oh, all right. Let's do it. I got to get back to legacy. I got to finish legacy. I already finished it. I already finished it. <laughs> Everybody's telling me that it becomes a big tearjerker at the end. I'm yes. like, yo, I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm yeah, like, I'll tell you this. Episode 10, oh my by God. far the best one. It's yes. not close. Gosh, I got to Cappy, how were you the one trying to sell this to Sedano and I? Yeah. And, and we, we already finished it. Finished it. Yeah, we I know. I, I know. You, I know. This is who you are, though. You <laughs> I know. I do. I, I start up. and I don't finish. I know. You it love sucks. to hype things up, mm. and then you don't. You don't follow through. You're bad at the follow. No, through. but I. But I think I, how many episodes you say there's ten? I think I'm at like six and a half. And one night I was sitting down to watch it, and I fell asleep. And oh, you know. fell asleep when I yeah. said I was kind of when we said uh-huh. we were dozing off. Well, I actually was a little. I was a little. I, us. Yeah, I was kind of a little uh-huh. upset about the whole thing too, because you know what happened is is they started to get into the Kobe Shack issues, you know, mm-hmm. and and I was like, oh, you know, I kind of lived all this stuff. And then I was like, well, I kind of feel like I know all this stuff. And then in my back of my head, I could hear oh, Sedano going. Oh, wait, wait, going, wait. You said yeah. you know all this stuff. Yeah. And then oh, I could hear Sedano going. And I could hear Sedano going, I don't need to watch it. I already know all this stuff. It's boring I, to me. Actually, like, so episode 10 is the only one I learned something. Like that, I legitimately say I loved that episode because I learned something about the bus family, particularly, that I was like, wow, I never knew that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like somebody told me the other day, um, the the other documentary that we all just watched, the one about the, the, the Redeem Team, yeah, right, oh, yeah. Yeah. so good. So the Redeem Team. I said to somebody, I go, dude, you got to see the Redeem Team. It's unbelievable. And he told me, Nah, man, I don't need to watch that. And I said, Well, why not? It's freaking awesome. And he's like, No, nah, man, I know that whole thing. I'm like, No, no, you don't. There's no way you know all of this stuff about the Redeem Team. No chance, because the footage of things that we get to see. Nobody yeah, knows this stuff. Uh, that footage was basically a lot of stuff that LeBron and Co- uh, Kobe and Dwayne Wade and Bosh and all those guys had. That was like some of it is like handheld camera stuff. I mean, to see Coach K in a room with LeBron and Kobe, I mean, all these superstars and the way Coach K is talking to these guys. Like, if you have one perception of who Mike Shashevsky is, you might have a completely different perception of who he is or maybe a different reality. Well, it's why, it's why people wanted him to be the Lakers coach, but he never wanted to do that. All right, I got to get back to legacy. Don't count me out yet. I'm not mm, going to give up on legacy. Out. It's not. No, no, no. It's not it like billions. It only took 10 episodes for me to go like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like billions where I stopped watching. It's not like You're Ted not Lasso where Lasso. I stopped finish, watching. You're no, not I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. I promise you I am. You don't I'm going finish to. anything. 
No, no, I you do finish no, some things. No nah. follow through. Well, I, hey, I, I finished the redeem team. We'll ask Rachel about that. Ooh. Right? That's what I was. Ooh. That's where I was going. That's where Ooh. I was going. I'm just, I'm just I mean, you said you faked it before, so you know that's on Thanks. you. I didn't say I faked it with her. I said I faked I'm it. I'm just the saying, past. but you have said you admitted to that. Oh, I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do when no, you can't do what you need that. to do. Never that. Never that. All right. So speaking of doing what you got to do tonight, Clayton Kershaw's got to do what he's got to do, Cappy. Now, Clayton Kershaw has. Look, he's arguably, well, I don't even know if arguably. I think he's the greatest regular season pitcher ever, personally. Um, He's had his ups and downs, certainly, in the postseason. And now I think that if you look at when the Dodgers had their historic run, right, like he he pitched well enough, in my opinion. And I, I think that there have been a couple of games historically where maybe he was left out a little too long. That's a manager decision, whether it was Mattingly or Roberts. But I think... Dave has a pretty good idea of how to manage Clayton now at this stage, more so than I think anyone um, previously, including himself. So I feel fairly confident about Clayton Kershaw. And, you know, look, what I've always, the way I've always defended him, Cappy, is this, is that if you look at pretty much almost every Major League Baseball player, okay, whether it's a pitcher or a hitter or whatever, the overwhelming majority of them perform worse in the postseason, because of course you would. You're playing against the smallest group of the best teams left. There are no more like, Wash- you know, in this year's case, Washington Nationals on the schedule. You're only playing the best team. So, of course, your numbers are not going to be the equivalent to what they were in the regular season. And, you know, I heard Bergman talking about this the other day. Uh, it was actually, they stole it from Alana Rizzo, uh, who tweeted it out. They played it in one of their games. I don't know if it was Jump Ball or, you know, Bobcat, whatever. So they, she was talking Bobcat. about, and I looked it up, and she nailed Corporate it. Corporate Greg. Where you look at Verlander and Scherzer and all these other guys who have been dominant pitchers in that era, and of course all their numbers are more inflated in the postseason for those reasons I laid out. The difference to me, okay, has been is that those other two guys, Scherzer and Verlander, got a chance to win earlier than Kershaw because Kershaw's thing got drawn out longer to 2020, it, the the pressure and the focus was larger on him than those other guys. Well, Kershaw had an amazing September. And uh, Kershaw kind of, I'll say it sort of quietly, had a really, really good year. And I say quietly for this reason. Because we talked about this a little bit yesterday. The Dodgers probably didn't really play a meaningful series since the latter part of August, the, maybe the earliest part of September, but September was just maintenance. It, the Phillies were in a playoff race. The Padres were in a playoff race. The right. Braves and the Mets were in a, a division race. The Dodgers were not in a race. Now, while Clayton Kershaw was having an incredible September, Hugh Darvish, the one-time Dodger, the current Padre, he also, George, was putting together an incredible month. He was the National League Pitcher of the Month. This is the game. If you are the Dodgers, you win this game against you, Darvish, as hot as he's been, game, set, match. It's over. On the other hand, if the Padres, who battled back, can get the kind of pitching performance from Darvish that they've gotten in the last month, and if a Juan Soto and a Manny Machado could finally do something, I say finally, I mean, they didn't do anything last night, then all of a sudden maybe we got ourselves a ball game. But I, I look, I said I thought the Dodgers were going to win three games to one. They win tonight. This thing's toast. This thing's over. I mean, I think so, too. If Kershaw wins... No, no, I'm with you. I'm just trying to, you know, digest it for a second. Yeah, let it marinate. Let it swirl around a little bit there. Yeah, no, I'm with you. 
I'm I mean, contemplate. I, I think that if they win tonight, I mean, it, it, the, the Padres aren't winning three in a row. Well, listen, I don't know anybody that can beat the Dodgers three in a row. You know, I mean, the Padres would win a game, then lose two games. This is against the Dodgers all year long. Win a game, lose three games. Win the first game, lose the next two games. You don't beat the Dodgers three games in a row. So if you're the Padres, tonight's your chance. I mean, this is it. And, I mean, I just think people have slept on the kind of year Kershaw had because the month of September, I think many of us stopped kind of paying attention to the Dodgers because the games yeah, were the not The Dodgers ha- had one streak where they lost – they lost four in a row. Um, they did lose three in a row to Philly um, back in May. Um, and then they won the end of that series. But they had lost four in a row because they lost to Pittsburgh before that. I'm trying to see if they, they lost three in a row again to Pittsburgh. That was early in the season. Where we were like, what the hell? They keep losing to Pittsburgh, remember? Yep. Um, they lost three in a row, two to the Mets, one of the White, White Sox. That's not doesn't count because it's, uh, it's not one team either. Trying to see. There were they lost three, three in a row. Here, listen to this. They lost three in a row. Wednesday, August 31st, they lost to the Mets. The next day, they lost to the Mets. And then they came home and they lost to the Padres. And then you know what they did the next two games? They beat the Padres again. Two out of three. Then they played the yeah. Giants and they won two yeah. out of three. But they've only lost three in a row to one team the two times I mentioned. Pittsburgh and Philly. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And that Pittsburgh, you said, was real early in the season, as I recall. It was in May. It was around yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not a lot there's not a lot of evidence that that's going to happen. I mean, it's again, you know, we're not absolutists around here. Or at least I'm not. You know. Well, it's going to make for a nice T-shirt. I'll tell you that right it, now. It is. I, I people. I bet you people will be like, "Ooh, what does that mean? Can you tell me more?" And then it's a talking point. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll see which Kirsch is out there today. If we get the Kirsch that we saw in September uh, and in 2020, for the most part, I think you're going to be in good shape. So, all right. Coming up next, Radio Tinder. Before we get out of here. Radio Tinder, one more time with Radio Tinder. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I feel like that could be, uh, that actually is a good theme song for this show because I feel like we always so go through true. growing pains with each other. It's a, it's a metaphor for the show. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cameron's 52, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I was actually surprised to hear that Hugh Jackman is only 54 today. I thought he was much older than I am. That's crazy to think that he's only a year or two older than Kirk Cameron, isn't it? Right. Yeah, that is crazy. Are you are you now disappointed because he's so jacked and in great shape? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I had his job, I'd be jacked and in great shape too. But I have my job, which means I'm just like fat and on fast food and disgusting and having cheeseburgers. And you you can totally still have that. You could totally still be in great shape. Could be. Seriously, you do not. First of all, for your age. You look great. For my age. 
Thank you, you Laura. Thank you. Muchas gracias. That wasn't supposed to be a shot. Like, look, listen. My dad was born in 63, and he don't look, you know, I'm like, Dad, you need to, like, you know, get on it. I tell my parents all the time. I'm like, you guys are still young, but they look way older than their age. And I'm like, it's because you guys don't get on your health. So it's like, it's not, it wasn't a shot. No, like, I got it, all. but, I, like, but I, I just swear. feel like, I just, my discipline, like I gave up beer, I gave up wine, I gave up weed, but I still, I just, my diet sucks. I can't not eat everything in front of me. Oh, so you, in other words, you stop, are you going to stop blaming the, the weed and the wine then at this point? Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out, you know, I'm going to have to actually get in touch with my reality, which is, dude, would you please stop eating everything in no, sight? Let me yeah. tell you something really quick, because I know you guys got to do radio tender. Sorry, Lindsay. So when I gave up everything, Cap, I literally went on a no drinking, no carbs, no sugar, no sex. Like, I gave up everything. I was like, no I sex. just, everything, everything. Yeah, I want to celebrate. And then my friend's like, dude, you're not going to last. Like, one's going to burst, and you're just going to, like, overindulge in one. And What'd you go so, back to? Don't worry about it. But it's so <laughs> true. Like, seriously, that's what's going to happen. So you have to, you know, just have control of everything. Know, and you can have night, everything. I got, to, I got to the bar to meet Rachel last night. They're like, can I get you a drink? I'm like, I'll have a soda water, but I'll have three tacos. See the problem? <laughs> George knows I already ate three tacos, and I ate one of those little slider burgers. You did. Chris's. You took it from Chris. Took it right off of him. Yeah. All right. Radio Tinder. Let it rip, Linz. All right. So apparently, sending a thumbs up can be seen as passive aggressive and even confrontational, according to Gen Z, who claim that they feel attacked whenever the emoji is used. Whether the chat is informal, between friends, or at work, the icon appears to have a very different rude meeting for the younger generation. A 24-year-old on Reddit summed up the Gen Z argument saying that it is best never used in any situation as it is hurtful. And according to a recent poll of 2,000 young people between 16 and 29, emojis that are used by, quote, old people include the thumbs up, the red love heart, the okay hand, and the grimacing face. Do you guys often use any of the emojis that I just named? Swipe left or swipe right. Okay, which, which were they again? The um, thumbs up. The red love heart, the okay yeah. hand, and the grimacing face. Uh, yeah, I use all those occasionally, sure. I use the grimacing face all the time. What about you, Cappy? Two of four. I use the thumbs up and the red heart. Um, what was the other one besides thumbs, the grimacing thumbs face? Thumbs up is probably the one I, do, I use the least, to be honest with you. The, the red heart. Yeah, and I use the okay that. Okay hand, like okay. What, what's you know? the okay hand? I don't even know what that is. Like the okay, like yeah, oh, like okay. Like, I don't use okay, okay actually that that often either. Probably very very rarely. The okay so. is like where you put your thumb and your and your index yes. finger together. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I don't yes. use that ever. I don't use that ever because that's got some other meaning that people. Well, it tell does me have all some other time. meaning. I probably haven't used that one in a couple of years. Yeah, I don't use that one. I use the heart, and I use the thumbs up, and I didn't realize that it was being passive aggressive. I thought it was like if somebody sends me something and I want to just say like gotcha. I give you a thumbs up if somebody. You know gets what I what, what I do a lot of now is I use like I I, I hold the uh, the uh, the message down and I use yeah. like the the options that it gives you like the right. ha ha the heart the like yeah. yeah question mark yeah yeah I use those we use a lot of question marks with you yeah well <laughs> and ha has we ain't surprised we definitely use a lot of ha has yeah. with you there's no <laughs> yeah. doubt yeah. Oh, it's just funny. I thought that. I mean, I use the grimacing face one all the time, but like, yeah. But for what? What do you use the grimacing face for? What is that for? I don't know. To me, I just thought it was a really big smile. But like, then Clinton pointed out to me a couple of weeks ago, he's like, 
he's like, is everything okay when I use it? And I was like, why? And he's like, that means that's like a nervous smile. And I was just like, oh, I didn't know it meant that. How about I the double googly eyes? Ever, somebody, you guys use the googly eyes. What's that supposed to mean? That's like a look. Like, look at this. Like a side eye look. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it like, is? Hey, yes. This. Oh, I didn't know the googly eyes meant that. It could be like side eye or like, like wow, can you believe this? Yeah. All right, I understand these, the look, you know? these young people. These young people, they take things differently, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How dare you give me a thumbs up? How dare you? They said that it's like, it's it's rude. Straight up rude. Damn, I didn't know that. All right, next one. So 33 years after Pete Rose accepted a lifetime ban for gambling on baseball games, the Cincinnati Reds will have a retail sports book at their ballpark. Bet MGM announced its partnership with the Reds earlier today, and baseball fans found this to be extremely ironic considering Hit King is still banned from baseball and has no Hall of Fame eligibility. Hit King. So should this change anything with Pete Rose as far as getting into the Hall of Fame? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Swiping left. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think this should change things. I mean, look, the world has changed, right? So we now accept gambling to the point where we're going to have sports books in ballparks. We get that. But it doesn't change the fact that Pete Rose, A, gambled on baseball and B, lied about it. Now, look, I'm a Pete Rose fan, and I would love to see Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, but I just don't think this changes that based on your yeah, question. Yeah, I, I don't think that one necessarily has to do with the other, so I'm with you on that, so I'll swipe left as well. But I do think that the more Major League Baseball or anyone embraces gambling, the less they should still like harbor this ill will towards Pete Rose. They should just put him in at this point. So I, 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 I'm also one the guy, though, that says that the alleged um, PED users should also be in. So, yeah, you know, I mean, right. To me, Barry Bonds is the home run king. Right. I think that it's it's a similar argument that like Reggie Bush is making with the NIL deals like, well, now kids are allowed to get paid. They're allowed to get money. So give me my Heisman back since you took mine away. It's a similar argument like, yeah, but that wasn't the rules at the time. Granted, I think it's stupid because Ohio State got screwed by it, too. But like. Now it's like everyone's trying to like retroactively, you know, undo things that happened in the past because the rules have changed now. So, yeah, it's, it's but the, weird. But, but this thing still really is. Listen, I'm not some stickler for it, but Pete Rose did gamble on baseball. You know, what I mean, I, Reggie Bush took money and now kids can take money. But Pete Rose did gamble on his games and potentially could have fixed games yeah. in theory. Allegedly. Right. On right. Reggie Bush, by the way. And to your point, like baseball players are still not allowed to bet on their own games. Really, George, was the, was the Reggie Bush stuff an allegation that wasn't really a fact? I mean, you know, it's a report. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. So, I don't so the house that his parents were living in wasn't really something that he. I'm just. I I don't. There's I don't think there's stories. I, I don't think there's hard evidence. Is what I would say. The house is not the hard evidence. I would say there's no hard evidence, Cap. I'm trying know, to protect still, you so you don't I, get it. That's okay. I still say Reggie, give give him his Heisman back. I still say put all his records in there. Okay. I mean, I was a huge Reggie Bush fan. Some of these issues before with uh, stuff we've said on the air, and people, uh, uh, you know, all of a sudden on. lawyer up. So, yeah, so, been there, trying done to, that. Trying to protect Allegedly. you. Appreciate Allegedly. you, buddy. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, funny thing in the community that's rolling now about you is that people say that you sound like Marge Simpson when you laugh, and now Alex the gardener says it's all he hears. <laughs> it's all you what? Do. You kind of do. That. Somebody in the community posted this yesterday that you sound like Marge Simpson when you laugh, and now Alex the gardener says whenever you laugh, that's all he hears is Marge Simpson. Nice, that's hilarious. I know lately because I've had like this little cold thing going on, and um, yeah, my laugh has been a little bit more reserved. I feel like you've always done it. <laughs> I can't do it like the. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm trying. Do it, Kaplan. <laughs> I don't like that.
Right. I like the Donald's laugh, especially when he's really into it. It's like... I, gets very high-pitchy. Yes. We have, like, <laughs> multiple drops of his laugh. Yeah. Uh, what's next, Lindsay? Do we have time for one more before Quickly, we get out yeah. of here? Squeeze it in. Okay. Well, it's, it's long, though. Oh, I feel like I by the not. time I say it, then it'll, we need to be out, and then I'll get yelled at for being late. So. By who? By the powers that be. Right now, I mean, Laura is the power man, that Do you want to keep getting yelled at? I, listen, yeah, we George, don't have enough time, guys. George, Sorry. I have, Cappy, George, Cappy, George, I have three daughters. Gonna, are the Dodgers going to win tonight? Swipe left or swipe right? Dodgers win. Swipe right. Yeah, I'm going to have to swipe Dodgers. right. Sadly, I'm going to have to swipe right. Oh, we forgot to do Bob Sadly? Why so sadly? Well, because, listen, I mean, I like an underdog story, you know, and I actually would like to see this series go five games, but I think this series, Dodgers are probably going to win tonight, and then this thing's going to be over in, you know, be over in three. Slee's coming up with the pregame Lakers T-Wolves next. We'll talk to you mañana. See you.